Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Addicted Fishing Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little hardware. We're going to talk some spinners, we're going to talk some spoons, but before we get that kicked off, we want to say shout out to Nick Wax. They are our sponsor of this podcast. Amazing waterproofing liquid that you can put in your washer. You can basically treat your Gore-Tex and restore it and make it all nice and shiny and new again. So shout out to Nick Wax. Thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Make sure you guys check them out. Go over there and show some love. Lots of hardware we're going to talk about. Lots. We got a lot sitting on this table right now. We do. We got a little bit. I brought so my, little important in, ones. my little Heidi box over here. We already know. We can ask the question because there may be some people listening that don't know. But Jordan, what's your favorite hardware to fish? Spinner. A spinner. Mm-hmm. Josh? I like spinners. Over spoons for sure. They're more versatile. Yes. Yeah, the same take. Yeah. Same reason you fish hardware. And I feel know. like I just catch more fish on spinners than I do on spoons. But yeah. maybe it's, it's because of what I, Jordan just said. They're more versatile. And I don't fish Prime spoons example. as much. Like what the of course Marlon already knew we were gonna talk about this, but the one one fish we just got on a recent trip that we just went on just came out of the most peculiar hard fish, you know, unfishable spot with most things. Even if you you couldn't quite fish, there's a tree laying across the river, fast rapid, tiny little foamy back eddy. I mean, you could have thrown a fixed float or a bead or anything through there a million times and probably not got that fish to go, and chucked a spinner up river forty yards reeling as fast as I could through this little eddy and just got hammered by one of the biggest fish of the trip. And just the way it came out of there, I mean, I couldn't think we tried fishing everything else first and never even got a bobber down. We were, we were pretty confident we weren't fishing it very well. Just the angle you were at and the spinner worked really good. But the fact that you could just grab a piece of hardware, it could have been any spinner. It didn't have to be a special one in that case and just zing it up into this little nook and cranny and, and pull out a trophy steelhead and it goes to sh- i mean you can do that anywhere in the world doesn't matter what species you're know, fishing it's, for it's honestly it's debatable like we talk about bobber fishing and how effective it is all the time but like if somebody was to take one rod and one thing to the river you take a spinner and a rod and you will more than likely catch some fish yep catch chinook catch coho catch steelhead i've always it's wanted to do style. Do a thing where I went around the world and saw how many and different fish I could catch on a blue on spinner. Just a spinner. You know. It'd be a really cool challenge. Uh-huh. The blue spinner challenge. How many different rivers can you catch a steelhead this winter on with the blue spinner? And then take it take it nationwide uh-huh. and then go worldwide. Yep. You know, be down fishing for peacock bass with the blue spinner. <laughs> you know I mean? and I imagine you would Just catch the peacock anything. bass. On I mean, blue you spinner. could catch in the ocean and freshwater anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, you know, I guess we can kind of get a little more in depth on what kind of stuff we like to use here. So we see a lot of spoons. Actually, we can just jump to that. Spoons, another really versatile piece of hardware. Um, but and just a more. I know a lot of us fish spoons not only because they work good, because it's it's fun. Yeah. So that's the first thing I would say to a guy if you know if you're looking to get into spoon fishing, it's not that technique that you take out there and you're going to catch twenty. It's the it's the spay casting of of hardware. It is the it's like (laughs) spay fishing for sure. It's you, there are days where they're just really keyed in on those spoons, and you'll hammer on them. But it's tough fishing them. Definitely, yeah, yeah. it's not your it's not your float fishing for, for sure. sure. Like it's specific water, like specific areas, and you know, it's not as versatile as a spinner. No, but the take is what it's all about. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's guys out there that you know, there's guys that can fish a spoon anywhere. Yeah, you, and you definitely Bill can. Bill Herzog, for example. <laughs> you just got to know how to work them and know the right weights and stuff to fish for the the different waters but i just get i just get in i just get impatient with it you know i know it works and i know it works good i've seen guys mop up with them but usually i would give each hole a one effort with a spoon before i leave it 
Like I'm always float fishing, you know, usually Jordan spinner fishing it. And we always at least throw one spoon through there. Yep. And there's multiple times you'll catch fish with it. Yep. Multiple times. I mean, I definitely got them. I'd say they, they grow a little bit of rust in my box. Yeah. But it's because I'm guiding a lot. If I was probably fishing by myself a lot and I had a lot of time to be fishing just fish being cast, spoons. I probably would fish more spoons. But spoons are, are something that's very time consuming to correctively fish. And I yeah. like what you said where you compared it to spay because I, when I think of that, that's kind of what I think about when I'm thinking of a spoon run mm-hmm. is a big, long, wide, open run, maybe a little bit of riffles on the top that's just perfectly moving walking speed Yeah, that you're going to swing through. And I have seen Marlon pull out some cool spoon fishing spots where, you know, deep 15-foot hole, really hard current coming in from the top end of it and just holding that spoon and letting it get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and then just get hammered once mm-hmm. you finally get into the fish. Yep. That's not something you can do with a spinner. No. And it's not something you do with a fly or, or really any kind of, of, you know, maybe a plug, but it's still not going to fish the same. No, no. So. And you can twitch them too. We saw that in Alaska when Cameron oh, was twitching insane. the spoon. I think if the fish are really, really fresh and really aggressive – They'll run it down and, and eat it. Those that's the hardest fish to not pull too soon on that. Oh, I know. Because you watch spoon. them. <laughs> yeah. You watch them do it. Yeah. Spoonfish in general, I think, are just hard to not pull too soon. Yeah. Because they just destroy it in your hand and you want to just rip. Yeah, I love My it. very first winter steelhead ever came on a blue steely. Same with Lonnie. Lonnie's first ever was on a freaking and green steely. It was thing. blue and I scratched a bunch of the paint off of it. So it was all scratched up on the butt end of it and swung it through and bam. I think more steelhead in the north, more first steelhead in the northwest have come on blue, steely spoons or bud spinners. Yep, like bud everyone spinners, freaking smashed on bud spinners. Steelhead by bud, those are killer. No one even uses them much. Nobody anymore. does. I can't even. I don't even know where you'd find them. Well, they're not sportsmen. Sportsmen's you scare them, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, I think everybody's big question now that we go over. I mean, the weight. There's there's a lot of different weights and sizes to these spoons and spinners and. Really what it's going to determine, you know, how it's going to determine whether or not you're fishing that weight or not is just the volume of water. Pretty simple. You're fishing super shallow, fast water. You probably don't want something incredibly heavy. You want something lighter. So, you know, more like a, a, what what was the size of this? Two-fifths. Like a two-fifths spoon, probably nothing over a two-thirds. You definitely wouldn't want to go all the way up to like a one-third ounce spoon or something. Same with the spinners. If you're going to fish any kind of of fast-moving water, I like to go with the number five, something that's a little more body you know, has a lot more, you know, surface area to get caught on the water current so it travels over those rocks. But there's also times where you'd want to go to a smaller one. Uh, but a lot of times a big spinner isn't heavy, whereas a big spoon is very heavy. Mm-hmm. So pretty simple to go back and forth through which one you're going to choose there. If it's fast water, you want something lighter. Yeah, I think Gibbs, Gibbs makes some really heavy big spoons that I've used that in the right scenarios, they work really, really well. For mm-hmm. sure. So they definitely have their place. But I think if you're going out and you're like looking to, for something to buy, just stick with two-fifths. Yeah. Two-fifths seems to fish in most water scenarios. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And so same with the spinners, you know, you all are from two to five or two to six, really. I've seen winners still get caught on a, on a number six spinner. That's amazing. Plenty. Yeah. So I, I usually stick in that three, four, five range. Funny but. story. I uh, had a client a couple of years ago. It was a great, great season. Caught a couple of fish in the morning. He got his second fish of his limit. And bonked it, and we go to take a picture, and it jumps out, and he tags it, and and he goes to take a picture, and he drops it, and it, it wasn't even alive. He drops it, and it goes right in off the bank, and it's like six, eight feet deep, water's ripping, things gone, just like that. And we're like, okay, you know, because we tagged it and everything, and bled it before we took the picture, and uh, so it's gone. I'm like, crap. Well, you know, that, there goes that one, and 
So we go and fish downriver a little bit further. It was unfortunate. You know, we still had another uh, more room on the tag. And get down to the next hole down below us. And I look in this eddy and there's this dead steelhead. And I'm like, oh, we found it, dude. It washed over here. And I go grab it. And it's this about 10 pounds heavier. Probably about a 12, 15 pound big old winter hatchery steelhead with a number six spinner so far down its throat it bled out and died. So he picked up the fish and he got the fish for his card and our day continued. Wow. But just to show you, I mean, that's number six and I've seen him caught, but just the way, yeah, in golf, in the right situation and the right fish. Um, but, you know, I like to stay in that four or five range. Yeah. I really don't even, I don't Threes fish. Threes I don't really I hardly fish much, fours anymore. You know, I really, really yeah. You just fish fives a lot. I really do. Unless, I'll find too though, sometimes. You know, in, in higher water situations and fast water, if you're on the bank, especially if you fish a five when it's fast and boily water, you're not going to get down like if you fish a four. Way too much lift. Yeah, there's blade. too much surface area on that spinner. And the same with a spoon. You're going to, you know, that, that lighter spoon is just going to get, or that heavier spoon might even be getting kicked up by the Good. current too much. Um, it's the same thing Herzog said. He said he doesn't fish anything other than a five, size five. Yeah. And it's very situational or, or you know, if I've... If somebody's having a hard time keeping it off the bottom, we'll give them a four. Mm-hmm. But the guys in the Midwest are probably like, no, dude, oh, we're fishing like size huge. twos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I can't go that small. One, it's because we usually can't cast far enough. No, big part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, that's yeah. a big part of it. Our rivers are a lot bigger out here. Well, and you have the wicked lures and stuff like that. Some different style of Colorado blade type type spinners that can be fished a little bit differently, almost drift fished. But, you know, I haven't really experimented enough with those to even talk I about. I haven't, them. but I've seen some videos. They obviously get them. Yeah, them they get them pretty good, and I think it's something much. that's underutilized for sure, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I don't see enough people fish them to say. It's all, it's a northern thing. It's a northern Washington thing that's uh, really caught on big I've up there. Because I've seen videos of those guys up there swinging those things, like drift fishing them almost, and just hammering fish. Yeah. Wow, we need to get us some of those and test we do. them out. Yeah. That sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. So if you had to pick one spinner, Jordan, size, color, that you basically if someone came to you and said this is the last spinner you, you get to use for the rest of your life, what are you picking? It might be this one right here. If you guys are out there listening right now, you torpedo can't see it. Body. But Jordan's pulling this a big bag of spinners bag. out. No, torpedo. torpedo body, four and a half. Ooh. It looks pretty damn sexy. It looks good. Or any color that matters. So basically a size four and a half blue and silver. Spinner. I shouldn't say that preseason because I'll never get another one for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd say a, a size size five or four and a half. Um, yeah, I, I would like a torpedo body, but it's not incredibly necessary. You could fish a little bit heavier bell body styles and stuff like that. They obviously work really, really well. The bell body obviously sometimes too gives some that resonating noise, mm-hmm. and I don't think you know. I think a torpedo body kind of does that, but there's times where I'm fishing next to people when we fished in the desert a little while back. I kept fill, fishing my bullet body and wasn't getting them, and I think a lot of it was was that resonating sound. It was mm-hmm. annoying those fish, real finicky up upriver fish. You know what I mean? That had to there had to be something else other than just a flashing blade to get them pissed off, and I yeah. think it was that sound. Um, and, you know, but I like blue. Keep it simple. Blue, green. You know, I, there's you know, there's all so, there's so many different combinations of colors. But you either go with the gold blade or you go with the silver blade. And the body style, I would just fish. What about with, a copper blade? I said blue blade, huh? No, you, no, you said, said silver, silver and gold. gold. What about copper? Oh, 
Nah. Were using gold. Copper? No, I like gold, Mr. Powers. Mm. <laughs> copper <laughs> is the best. Copper. Copper. So what? Flatter? Flatter color? Or like yeah, it's like a copper. Oh. This right? Yeah, that's gold. That's it's copper. I'm colorblind, <laughs> man. Uh, this yeah. is gold right here. In red. That's copper in red. <laughs> this guy over well, here I meant is, copper. Everybody. This guy doesn't even know colors, and he's like, a lot of times he'll be like, "Look at the color of this bead," and it like doesn't even look like the color he thinks it looks like. Because <laughs> I see like the fish do. No, you can only see like God. me. That's not true, bro. Yep. Get them cataracts checked. Exactly. Oh man. Okay, Josh. What about you? If you had one, I mean, you're gonna hear the same thing across the board here between all of us, probably. And it's always gonna be blue body for some reason for me. Because blue body's always been so versatile, um, I would probably differ from Jordan because I like size fours, personally. And you like like bell bodies, don't you? Yeah, bell body, size four, silver blade, blue. That's the one. Doesn't that one look fishy? Yeah, that does. That look one's fishy. got some stories to see, tell. See, I don't have any four and a halfs because I'm not fancy like Jordan. <laughs> but that four and a half does Everybody's look pretty like, good. Oh, four and a half. Uh, of course. Yeah, it's like having that thir- uh, thirteen ounce. Next, next podcast, be like, oh, I only fish fours. I only fish fours. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta go. Four. I only fish four and a half. Where do you find those at? <laughs> oh, jeez, dude. I don't really know. I think I'd have to go the same. I mean, I don't. I don't fish spinners enough or care about them enough to like have a favorite one. But if there was like one, it was always a size four blue fox in blue yeah. and silver. I mean, we just caught so many fish on that. Or the other one is the size four, um, purple, purple, like yeah, that metallic purple. purple that fishes really. And well. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, and I think it's I sleep on it, and Jordan probably picks up fish because of it behind us. I don't fish spinners in the winter, and I probably should be fishing. Yeah, we don't fish them enough for sure. No, yeah, it's a different style of fishing them. It's not. It's not your swingy. It's not your like semi fly fishing swing type of type of mentality. You know, like you saw the last couple holes we fished, just the last day we fished Marlin. By the end of it, how I was fishing them, mm-hmm. I wasn't even making my blade spin. Mm-hmm. I was like literally just drift like fishing my spinner, just fluttering it down. Would reel twice, get that blade to flutter twice, and then like just drift, like get them and get it in their motion. face. Yeah. yeah. You have to hit them in their face unless mm-hmm. you're fishing riffles or a perfect spinner run that we talked about, which I guess we can kind of cover a little bit before we get out of here of what kind of water that we keep talking about. Um, but it, it's just a different style, you know, and a lot of people will take it and do it. And I guess a big part of it, too, is we don't have a lot of daylight in the winter. You're kind of hurrying down the river. Mm-hmm. And with the regulations that we have this year in some areas, like you're really hurrying because That's probably better you, only gotta spend, you can only spend so much time on the bank. Or, or stopped in the hole before you're just being ineffective and missing out. I mean, because, like, to fully effectively fish a spoon, you fish it from top to bottom. Yeah, swing, you got to Swing, stop. swing, 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 Yeah, swing, you swing. might move those fish even before they bite it, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I can't count how many times I've seen Jordan catch spinner, spinner steelhead on spinners, and I still don't use them. First enough. day we ever fished together. Yeah, yeah I, I still busted don't. out this giant number five Michael Jackson on Marlon's like, there's like three casts and like oh there he is. And then you lost him. <laughs> I lost him because I had a treble hook back then. I didn't have these awesome aesthetics. <laughs> you didn't have the size. I wouldn't have lost it. We were winning addicted, the, the addicted side. If I would have traveled back in time and given myself this spinner the day, the day we met. 
We'd be on, in a different place. You landed it? Yeah, I would landed it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to have to save. We're, I think what we'll do is next week, we're just going to talk about steelhead water. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about That's like all the different runs, all the different pools, all the different boulders. Just get really in-depth next week on the podcast about just different types of water. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. We talked about spinner spoons. We're going to keep just trying to get more in-depth on steelhead. And then after that, we'll move to another fish. We'll start just getting in-depth on another fish. I hope you guys are liking this new format. Do not forget, if you are liking it, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all those random platforms. We appreciate all you guys listening. We'll see you on the river. See you guys.